0: go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. it's Evo, and no, sorry, but my long winter's nap is not yet over. Almost! Just a few more weeks, I promise. But while you wait, I wanted to let you know about another podcast for podcasters that I think you'll be interested in. PodCraft is the show I'm featuring today, and it's designed to help you create a better podcast. That sounds good! Your hosts are Colin Gray and Matthew McLean from The Podcast Host, an organization helping folks all around the world start and grow a successful podcast since 2007. The episode I've selected is one that details a great content creation hack for podcasters, but one that actually works, you know? I even use this technique myself from time to time. So, keep listening to this episode of PodCraft, and I'll be back right after the first of the year with more podcast pontifications. I promise!
1: Hey, folks and welcome to another episode of PodCraft. This is the show all about podcasting, helping you to create a better podcast. I'm Colin Gray as always and joined by Matthew McLean. How are you doing Matthew?
2: I'm very well thanks Colin. Looking forward to dipping into this episode all about question research and how it pertains to the growth of a podcast.
1: Indeed, indeed. We should remind our dear listeners, shouldn't we, that this episode, this season, in fact, is all about our podcast growth book, which we've got coming out very, very soon. In fact, it will be out by the time this episode's live. Is that right?
2: It sure will, yeah. Or I'll die trying.
1: <laughs> Matthew has put a lot of effort into this. Um, our podcast growth book, which is what, 80 plus, 80 plus growth techniques. Um all packaged up into one little book. One big book in the end, actually. Um, all of which uh, you know, you can pick and choose, you can delve in, you can do a task a day, uh maybe one task a week over however long it takes you to go through those eighty tasks. Do you think anyone will do those eighty tasks? Anyone can that do is. all of them? So- it's
2: the podcast <laughs> episode, and because we've got a thing for sale, I'm going to start buttering them up. So uh, I think they're all very intelligent, very driven people, Indeed. and I've Indeed. no doubt that most of them are, are totally up to the task. You know, I was saying That's to that. Julia, my wife, I was saying to her yesterday that because I'm I'm just having a sort of final proofread to now, giving it a bit of red pen yeah. treatment, just a wee yeah. you know a wee typo here and there that I'm picking up on, and I was saying like in, in normal times I'd have just went to the pub and did this because I'm still yeah. working, so you know. Eight hours a day in a pub, uh, marking a book, and could have had six or seven pints, and you couldn't even complain, Colin, because I was still at my work. But um, <laughs> because we're, because all the pubs are shut, uh, that's not possible. So
1: um, yeah, we'll have to write another book. All at home. <laughs> next time. Next time. So that work up you. So indeed, indeed. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, if you do, if you do manage to do even uh, even if you manage to do thirty or forty of these tasks, which, whichever ones suit your show. We don't make guarantees often, do we, Matthew? But I mean, if you do thirty or forty of these tasks, you're certain to grow your audience. Um, if not massively, then at least significantly. <laughs> yeah, I, kind of
2: every every single one of them. You're just stacking conditions in your favor. Yeah, everything's totally. everything's starting to to tip the scales, isn't it? So you yeah, know, the more of this you better. do, the more um, the more the more growth you're going to see in the long run. So um indeed, indeed. yeah on on this on this task then you know we're looking at question research so why yeah why is it or for the, the listener who maybe doesn't even know what that quite means like what is question yeah. research to start off
1: yeah I mean in the in the book in this chapter or this section we call it being found easily don't we because that's what the questions are all about if you can come up with the right questions if you can find, questions that people are asking then that means you're going to be found easily because you're answering common questions you're answering the stuff that people are asking out there on the web so when people go there and type it into google or they go and type it into youtube or they go and type it into apple podcasts because you've done your question research because you've discovered the commonly asked questions you're the one that's going to pop up so that's the idea it's finding really what your listeners are asking what problems they're going through what, what pains they have right now um and uh, i mean most people most podcasters will know their topic well enough to come up with the first five or ten absolutely no worries when they I mean, what, <laughs> like when when we're doing podcraft what are the most common three or four questions we're always asked uh you know anywhere on the website
2: yeah, it's stuff like, you know, what well, basically how do I start a podcast? What microphone yep. do I need? How do I upload yep. the podcast and how yep. do I edit the podcast? You know, they're very exactly. very common yeah. questions
1: for us. Yeah, totally. So there so that's four of the most common things we we're asked. So we can all, we can come up with like 10, 15 of them off the top of our heads. But once you get a little bit further into your podcast, you start to need to do a bit more research. And in fact, I'd argue even in the early days, even if you think you know the top five questions, it's worth doing this research right at the start because you might be surprised actually at whether, you know, maybe the question that you thought wasn't that popular actually is the thing people ask the most or there's a few things you just didn't even know existed, some problems that people were asking that you had never been asked before or you just had never thought of. Because that's the problem we have as the as the person who's the expert in the subject, you often don't realise what those biggest, most obvious barriers are. So, so does that make, does that cover it? Do you think, Matthew? Does is that, is that teach the value or show the value of these questions in the first place?
2: Yeah, because I think, like you say, it's it's if you know your subject well, you're going to be able to come up with those like five to ten high level questions. But what this question research is going to do, it's going to help you to to break them down a bit more. Because yeah, somebody might somebody might be suggesting, and I'm going to use us as an example because it's it's what yeah. we kind of know. But um, yeah. somebody might be starting for how to start a uh, searching for how to start a podcast. But then there's all sorts of variations of that question. There's like how how do I start yeah. a podcast on a budget. How do I start yeah, a podcast yeah. with a full-time job? You know, with the microphones, yeah, it could be yeah. what's the best microphone, but then what's the best USB microphone? What's the best budget microphone? Uh, how to edit yeah, a podcast? Yeah. You know, how do I edit a podcast without a computer, for example? Yeah. So <laughs> um, y- you might have all these, like, high-level questions, but your question yeah. research will then help you hone into like like, um, the sub-variants of that question. Because if you create content like that, people are searching for it and yeah, you want yeah. to be the place that they, they land on when they're looking for that answer because that's, you know, they're yeah. going to appreciate it. They're going to enjoy your show and subscribe to it.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. And even just, just as, a, as a final point on that, the questions change quite quickly sometimes over time. You know, there there's some of our questions have always been around. So how to start a podcast? It's always been one of the biggest. How to edit a podcast, always been one of the biggest. But then you get, how do I get my podcast into Google Podcasts? Or how do I start a podcast with Anchor? Or, you know, there's these questions that are or how do I get into Spotify? Or, you know, there's these questions that that come up that suddenly appear because they're suddenly in the consciousness or, or there's a new tool launches or there's a new feature on a particular tool or something like that, you know. So it's worth keeping an eye on this and doing it once, you know, at least once a month, um, if not a couple of times a month, just to sort of keep an eye on the trends. And it doesn't mm-hmm. take long. So we'll, we'll go through exactly how to do it, a few tools to work on with it, but it doesn't take long. So in fact, do you want to go through the, uh, the, the categories here, Matthew?
2: Yeah, so this is like we say, we we break these down into type, time required and podcast level. Uh, so the type this is a regular technique this should be part of your overall content output your content strategy as they call it um, so you should you should be looking at this all the time you know this is your bread and butter this is what Hi. you're podcasting about uh, so yeah I would say you know two to four hours a month you want to set aside just to sit down and use use the tools at your disposal you know whatever you're you're looking at we're going to come to the tools in a second but just set aside that time to, to take this really seriously and the good thing Thing about this as well is that you're doing this from the very start. You don't need to be yeah. waiting until your tenth episode. In fact, you definitely shouldn't because you know yeah. this is a great thing to dive into from from day one, yeah. isn't it? Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. In fact, in a lot of cases, we do, we tell people to do this. You know, before they even launch, don't we? This can be mm. your one of your first tasks. You come up with your podcast topic before you even come up with the name of the podcast. Think of the topic and type that into some of these tools we're about to tell you about. And just look at the questions that come up. And there's your first ten, fifteen, twenty episodes. <laughs> That's the plan for the first four months or something like that. Um, yeah, so yeah it's, a good, good way uh,
2: it's a good way to give you an early warning sign if your your topic's not going to have any legs, isn't it? Because if yeah, you totally. if you look at it and you're like, I could maybe get ten episodes, then you know you yeah. might think, Okay, <laughs> time for yeah, a rethink exactly. on, on niche. Exactly. But uh, yeah, so what yeah. are what are some of the actual tools a listener could use to, to do this question research?
1: Yeah, so one, one of my favourites is, and this is an amazing tool. The first time I found this, I was just like, what? It's called Answer the Public. Um, and if you've seen this site, it's the weird site that all on the front page only has a text entry box and a big picture of an old guy with a beard, looking around, looking puzzled. It's, it's really. I was weird. just.
2: Go, I was just going to mention that they still got the guy. They still got the guy you know, in the back, and he, he kind of adjusts his glasses
1: and. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the last time I looked, actually, I think they'd replaced him with somebody younger, which is terrible. But uh, yeah, yeah. Let me see what. Do, oh no, it's a younger guy. They have they've replaced the old bearded guy. Yeah, Not well, happy about there's that. A, there's some different guy looking at you now if you stare in. But anyway, you get to that front page. Oh, it's weird. It's creepy. He it gets closer to the camera now. Yeah,
2: I don't like that. Don't like
1: that. <laughs> right, cancel this episode. That. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Anyway, so answer the public. Answerthepublic dot com. Um, and uh, is that right? It's not ask the public, is it? Let me re- reopen that. No, it is answer the public. Is it exactly? You get to that front page. Type in your topic. So if we type in podcast, for example, um, I'll type that in right now, and I'll give you some examples. Search that. And I go down here, and suddenly I'm f- greeted with this lovely diagram, which has got when, how, why, are, who, what, can, which, and will. So all those types of questions. What's that? Ten different kinds of questions.
2: Why yeah, one, I just are? Ty- hmm? I just typed in sharks. It was the first thing that came to my mind. We've got a lot of sharks here <laughs> in Scotland. So yeah. Um, so we've got will. We've got uh, will sharks attack humans. Yeah, yeah. Will sharks quite extinct. <laughs> We've got uh, where where sharks live in the ocean. Where sharks mm-hmm. are found. Um, are sharks dangerous? I reckon they might be sometimes. <laughs> uh, are sharks blind? Nope. I reckon they've got this. Um, are sharks fish? So yeah, aye, brilliant. You know that's that's like full seasons of your yeah. shark podcast all laid out totally. in front of you there.
1: Yeah, that's perfect. That's a much better example than podcasting. <laughs> so yeah, answer the public. Absolutely brilliant. Gives you tons of questions. And that's it. Like, yeah, every one of those is an episode. And title it that as well. Like title your first shark episode, Are Sharks Dangerous? Because <laughs> that's how people search these days. They type questions into Google, into YouTube, into iTunes, wherever it may be. So yeah, that's the first. Uh, what about another one, Matthew? You got one out of the rest that you want to uh, to cover?
2: Yeah, because I'm a big social media fan, but obviously, you know, Twitter, um, a lot of people are quite inept in the way they ask questions these days. They don't go to Google, they just type a question into Twitter instead. They don't understand yeah. why people do that, but you can no. take advantage of that and just go in and, and you know, <laughs> basically go into the search and type in questions, you know, in little quotation yeah. marks, and you'll find things that people are asking. The good thing, I guess, about this is you could actually jump in and answer those questions as well, you know. Um and, and you know folks might say well that was quite helpful then they, they then see in your bio that you've got a link to your podcast and
1: stuff like that yep. so
2: you could yep. Um, yep. do Combined that wee benefit, bit of yeah. engagement too can not you
1: indeed indeed and the way it works there's there's a special format for it in Twitter so the, the way you would do it is type in again uh, your keyword so topic keyword sharks so shark or sharks and then the, the plus symbol so the math the mathematical symbol plus and then the question mark. And what that means is Twitter then searches for any tweet that contains the word shark and has a question mark in it. So that obviously is somebody asking a question about sharks. (laughs) Um, And a lot of them won't be relevant, obviously, but you'll start to see really good ones. You'll start to see relevant ones. Um, You can do it as well if you replace the question mark with a question word like what or how or when. So like shark and what or sharks and how or sharks and when. Um, and that pops them up. It's really good. Um, I've even used a tool called, um, what was it, Hootsuite, isn't it? I've not used this in a while, but I used to use this all the time, Hootsuite. Uh, You can set up saved searches. So you can have a dashboard in Hootsuite that has just like three or four columns. Maybe one of them is sharks and how. The next column is sharks and what. The next one is sharks plus question mark. So you just pop on there once a week and see what questions are being asked.
2: Another one, uh, I don't have much experience or any experience of this one at all, but I hear a lot about it is uh, Quora. Is that something you use the talk on?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's, uh, it's the most popular, supposedly, uh, question and answer site on the web. So people just pop onto Quora and they'll type in a question and it's group um, sourced. So crowd sourced, I should say, just general people answer it. Uh, And the great thing about it is, you obviously, you can just search your topic again. So you just go to Quora.com, type in podcast or sharks or whatever your topic is, and it'll pop up with all the most popular questions on Quora for that. And Quora is great because it's quite... um Quora is more for, so Answer the Public will give you the most common questions. Twitter will start to show you some trends because you see lots of people asking questions. So you see ones that are popping up more often now, like new questions are popping up. And Quora is more for the unusual ones, I think. <laughs> you'll you'll get the common ones popping up, but you scroll through Quora a bit and you see these ones that just some random person has asked a really weird and specific question um but which is actually like a really interesting topic say so this is less for the search and more for just finding really interesting um topics so i mean going, we should take us back to growth all the time shouldn't we so answer the public and twitter obviously they're going to give you the current trending topics so that's you capturing search data as uh, search results that's you growing your podcast by being found easily, like we said at the top. But the Quora one, it will help you be found easy because you will be answering questions that people are asking, but it'll also add interesting content to your show because you'll find these less common ones, these, le- these things that you won't have thought of before that you can add into your show that people are asking and therefore you'll be found for it. But you're also adding that kind of unique, interesting content too. <laughs> So, yeah. You've but, never used Quora at all, Matthew?
2: No, I I think I landed on Quora once when I Googled, uh, can I die of a hangover? And I think I got sent there. I think it's a kind of quirky uh, question and answer place, isn't it? Yes. But, uh, the yeah, the yeah. answer was no, and I am still here. So um, it would be quite true. Uh, at the at the time, you know, I was kind of looking for, for death as the answer. Um, yeah, that was just yeah. the way I was feeling at the time, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Last one we've got down here, Buzz Sumo. Um, that, again, yeah. not, not. I don't, I don't have um, any experience with this one either. What actually, you used,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. This was, this was my chapter in the book, wasn't it? Uh, my, my sole chapter, I'll say. So that's a, another benefit to buying the book is you only have to put up with one thing, one part of it that I wrote. But yeah, Buzz Sumo. Another one I've used a lot. Um, so the the premise behind Buzz Sumo is that it it surfaces the most shared content so you type in your topic buzz sumo looks through twitter instagram um <laughs> you can tell i'm as i'm as socially adept as you i matthew and knowing all the current uh, social medias facebook that's still a social media isn't it B-boy, yeah <laughs> my space <laughs> <Bebo>. <laughs> indeed um it searches through all of them i could bring one up shall i actually check anyway it searches through all of uh the social medias and it can tell um what are the most shared articles on particular topics so if i go to buzzsumo just now and let's type in sharks um then buzzsumo tells me that on the shark con the world of shark content um We've got five great white sharks are lurking off the waters of New York. I guess shark fin, seizure, all these kind of stuff. So loads of good stuff in here. Um, not all will be questions. That's one thing. It's more about seeing what topics are being shared a lot. Uh, the principle being, right, so sorry, the the social medias is why I was looking here. So it shows you Facebook engagement. It shows you Twitter shares, Pinterest shares, Reddit engagements, Um, and then number of links, so number of links to that article. So the idea being here that you find the articles in your topic that are shared a lot, um, and then you basically try and duplicate that type of format for for your own content. Because if you can create something that's shared a lot, if you can create something that really captures people's attention and gets it shared out again um, by all the same kind of people, then you grow your audience because you get seen by a lot of folks. So, that's how you can be found easily. That's another way you can be found easily is by being shared as much as possible by other people in your area. So that's what BuzzSumo's for. Get over there, check out the content that's shared a lot in your area, and start trying to think about content that you can create that's similar to that, that might capture some attention as well. All right. That's one of the
2: things being a very interesting shark based podcast okay. episode, isn't it? Podcast <laughs> episode.
1: <laughs> we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna need a bigger boat <laughs> very good very good uh, yes we're gonna need a bigger mic that's our uh, first of that. always need a bigger mic uh, so where do people go to get the book Matthew
2: yes indeed they could go to thepodcasthost.com slash podcast growth book and uh, a wee heads up as well, if you buy the book, we'll point you to some additional resources in there. Like we've done a wee planner and stuff like that that you could download. Ooh. So you could pin that up on your wall. You could write down all the things that you want to do. You can set your your deadlines and stuff. You could put targets down there and you can basically work through the book. Like inside the book, each task got like a checklist and stuff. So if you're not yeah. averse to putting some pen on on books, then uh, you could work through that. You could use the planner in conjunction with with it as well. So it's all very practical.
1: Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. If you're out there listening, if you've enjoyed PodCraft over the years, if you've enjoyed our content, it would be it would be amazing if you could pop over and uh, and check it out. Um, I hope you're getting enough value through this season. We always try and give as much as we can on PodCraft anyway. So hopefully you can grow your show through just listening to these episodes. But if you want much more of the same, um, many, many more tips on how to grow your show, pop over. Again, it's thepodcasthost.com forward slash podcast growth book. And if you could leave us a review as well, that'd be much appreciated. It, would, um, it was a, a big thanks for all the stuff we put out and a big thanks to Matthew for all the effort he put into this because uh, he certainly put a lot more effort into it than anyone else in the team and I think it shows. It's a great product, I think.
2: Yeah, just uh, need to need to give a shout to Lindsay too. She's done a lot of work Indeed. here too. Um, I, w- I would argue just as much as me. Um, but yeah, I mean it's a team effort after all, and you know we wouldn't uh-huh. have been able to put it together just one of us. So it, it's just it's great to to see it out there now and it's available real in up. a physical uh-huh. physical form. So.
1: Perfect. All right. Well, that ties us up for another episode of PodCraft. Hopefully you'll join us again on the next one where we'll be talking. Do you know, are you organized enough for the next one, Matthew? You oh, no.
2: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Give me a sec. We're asking the question, are sharks dangerous?
1: Yes.
2: Uh, <laughs> so we're going uh, to dive into the chapter about engaging in an online community
1: so how to get value out of online communities one of the best ways actually a great way to uh, to grow um, a lot of followers and a lot of listeners so all right i'll talk to you next time matthew and thank you dear listener for coming along and listening to another episode of podcraft as well we'll talk to you on the next one